Welcome back to Inside Anderson Raptors Athletics here on AndersonRaptors.org. That man is fired up. Told us before we started recording he was going to come out of a cannon. That's Chris Newton, the athletic director. I'm Jason Griefer. Good to have you here with us once again. Newt, we're back. It's spring. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Great to be back. Great to be back and uh, excited uh, for, for you, Jason, and for, uh, and for Rob to get back and let's get after it. Absolutely. Let's get right into it. Yes, because we got a lot of lot of stuff to talk about here. It is early in the season, so kind of maybe kind of a hybrid preview. Talk about kind of what's happened in the first couple of weeks of the season. We'll you'll see fans will see how this goes as we go along here on this episode here today. Let's start off on the diamond here. Let's start off with your baseball team. They're already going. They're off to a two and two start, but are coming off of a uh, thrilling 11-10 win over Ross over the weekend, rallying in the uh, bottom of the seventh to come back and win that one. And, uh, of course, let's carry the momentum on to Bartels Road tonight and uh, look for a, a, a split in the series there. Uh, I'm curious, though, through the early going, I know high-scoring games are going to happen, like with that Ross win, 11-10. to 10, And like you said, you come back, rally for the win in that one. But I also want to get your thoughts on your pitching stat. The first three games only allowing four runs in each game, that's got to be a pretty good omen as you start to hit the meat of league play. Yeah, yeah, we um... – you know, I think the big thing early on is just consistency and, and, and it's finding it, it's finding that. And we've been very inconsistent. You know, the first game um, we lost 4-0. Josh Peterson threw the ball well. Just, you know, we just didn't swing the bats very well. Second game uh, against Little Miami, uh, we start uh, we're down 4-0 right out of the get go. And uh, uh, Jojo Overbeek settled down. And threw the ball very well. Trey Moore came in, threw the ball very well. And then we got the hit sticks out and we scored 14. Um, you know, uh, Drew Gavin had a huge three run homer for us in that situation. And uh, on Friday, um, we're in a good place. We're up 2 0. Josh Peterson's throwing the heck out of the ball and just kind of some uh, mental mistakes took place and, and fell down. Um, then then uh, Saturday rolls around. It's a great sign because uh, the resiliency of our kids, we're down, uh, you know, we're, we're down pretty much the whole game and we keep fighting and fighting and fighting. We're down 10 to nine, two outs, nobody on base. You know, they got their closer in. It's not looking good. Nathan Bell comes up with a big hit. We get a walk. Uh, we get a hit batter, I think it was. And um and then uh, Aiden Trowbridge puts bat on the ball. Things happen, and we score two runs and win, all with two outs. So, you know, that's that's the big thing that I love to see is the resiliency of our kids. They didn't pack it in. They kept fighting and fighting and fighting. And 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 that's what uh, that's what we're going to get with Sean Brennan and, and his crew. They're going to be a group that fights all year long. And when we do find that consistency, good things are really going to happen for us. That's a good sign early, especially, like I said, with the pitching staff, just as you said, got to get the consistency with the bats going. Yeah. But we've seen also when the bats are going, the bats are going and they can swing it with anyone. So, uh, yeah, so a long way to go in the season. But of course, you got a big one uh, coming up with uh, Marshall's Road. Yeah, absolutely. You got Lebanon coming up this week. So uh, really going to find out where we stand in this, in this next week to 10 days. Or so, kind of a similar story over with the uh, the softball program here. Uh, already taken on Bartels Road once. Already uh, took on Little Miami twice. So you're already in league play. 
getting going here. But uh, it's been a struggle thus far, particularly for your pitching staff. Uh, they've been beat up pretty good early on in the season. You did get that nice win against McNick on Saturday, yeah. 11-8. So that, that's a good win in the non-conference. Kind of get things going as far as the uh, the season goes here. But I'm curious, particularly with the uh, the pitching staff, and I'm wondering there, in a league that's always difficult to win on any given day, top to bottom in softball, uh, how quickly are you looking and are the coaches looking for this pitching staff to kind of shore things up, especially over the next couple of weeks as they really start to hit the meat of the ECC schedule? Yeah, and and it's, you know, we talk about baseball and we're talking about pitching, the most important thing in baseball is pitching. That just Saying that the most important thing in softball is pitching is is the biggest understatement in the world because pitching is almost everything in the sport of softball. You can throw somebody in the middle of that diamond. Um, it's much easier to win games one to nothing than it is 16-15. And, um, and we've got a young pitching staff, um, and, and I love the fight in them. And, and Anna Owens, was uh, she's a sophomore, and really she's the only one of the pitchers that could throw early in the year, um, or the first week of the season. Then we had a freshman come in and uh, who hasn't been able to pitch until just this weekend. Uh, had a sore shoulder and, and, and Bailey Funk came in and gave us a couple innings. Um, but, um, but Anna Owens, she, she is a trooper. She gets after it. And um, the, the one thing I like, you know, she's, she throws strikes and, you know, I mean, it's, it's her, we pay her big money to throw strikes and the opponents get paid big money to hit. And so sometimes when, when they hit it where we're not, that's a bummer. Um, and that's, what's definitely happened this week. We, we haven't been where they've hit it. Um, but uh, Bailey Funk started a game for us Saturday and um, gave us a couple innings. And then Anna came in after throwing the, the first game and she did great. Um, and again, just the resiliency of our kids. And we had some, we had some kids swinging the bat. Um, you know, uh, G Conley got a couple big hits for us. Lily Conley's playing out of her mind. Katie Wegman's had a couple big hits. I uh, had a great play out in, out in left field by Sammy Martin on um, Saturday, which helped us win that game. So um, it's a group that's going to keep battling, and and there's no doubt we're going to probably take our lumps a little bit um, because the, the you know the the ECC is a powerhouse. It is a powerhouse, and um, but the the big thing I know is they're going to keep their heads up and they're going to keep battling, and we'll see what happens. Well, and it's, it's nice, especially early in the season. You've got a bunch of young players coming in here. I'm looking at your yeah. lineup right now. you got multiple freshmen, multiple yeah. sophomores uh, in your starting lineup there. So sometimes you just kind of kind of rip the Band-Aid off, throw them to the Wolves early. But, uh, you know, the, the hope is as we go along, they kind of settle in. And as we talked about, that's a tough thing to do uh, in the ECC. But still a lot of time left in the season oh, to, try yeah. and, try, to try and get to that point very, very early. Very, very excited about this group. Absolutely. Uh, let's switch gears and let's move on to uh, track and field right now. They're just kind of getting things going as well. They've got the Coaches Classic coming up this weekend. It's always an interesting time heading into April as far as training goes for your uh, track and field athletes because, you know, you know as well as I do around this area, you're looking at 35-degree weather one day and 75-degree weather the next day. Very difficult to train. So I'm curious from that perspective, how have you – seen the track and field athletes both the boys and the girls ad adapt to that training kind of work through that and uh who are maybe a couple of names that you're looking for to uh, kind of lead the way particularly early on yeah well fortunately um 
our our head coach has um, has been through the rigors before with the weather. Andy Wolf, this is his 51st year as as a head coach. So he's he's seen cold weather and he has seen warm weather and he knows how to he you know he knows how to train our kids and carry Lee and we've got a our, our new girls head coach Kevin Rajinsky. They work so well together. And um we've got great early performances. We we competed against uh in the LaSalle invitational last week. Um, you know, it was I don't know, I think 37 degrees outside. It wasn't warm. It was, it was snowing. <laughs> And um, our kids performed incredibly well. I think we came in fifth in the boys and sixth in the girls. Um, you know, Braden Dostal is is a, a young man. I don't know how he did it, but on the pole vault, you know, I'm surprised they just didn't blow all over the place. Um, in the pole vault, it does unbelievably well. You know, he we look for him to uh, – he's battled through some injuries, and, and this is senior year, and he's going to get after it, and he's going to have a great year. Um Sam Mizukawa is a, is a young man that, um, you know, shoot, we say his name in the fall, the winter and the spring. He's a so kid. What doesn't he do? I know. I don't, I, I'm telling you, and the kid's an unbelievable student as well. He is, you know, I've tweeted out before. He is the definition of what a student athlete is all about. So uh, he's such a great kid. Now um, on the girls side. Uh, well, and we got, we got a couple good discus and shot put, um there we got a brandon phil Howard, we got bobby stanyard we got um uh cameron mathis that we're we're and they're all they're young they're fre- uh, sophomores and freshmen so we're super excited about the growth of that um then you got aiden north okay our uh, our young lady aiden north who um if you recall her and Paige Ellis used to go back and forth of breaking each other's records. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately for Paige, she graduated. So, <laughs> so Aiden, so Paige, Paige left Anderson, graduated from Anderson last year with a, the discus and the shot put record. Well, mm-hmm. the discus record is already done. Aiden's already broke that. So, um, so, you know, she'll be going after that shot put record here as well. So, we're very excited about um, very excited about Aiden there. And then we got some, you know, great kids that uh, Kate Dorco, Shannon Jordan on the, on the sprinting side, Audrey Baker. She's a, she's, she's like Sam Mizukawa in that she's just like your definition of what a student athlete should be. She's going to do some great things in the distance for us as well. So we got good things. Um, we got some nice weather coming up here. I think we're, we got a couple of events this week, so I'm excited to, to get out there and hoot and holler at them. We will uh, see how they develop as we go along. And uh, who knows, maybe as we convene each week, Aiden's broken another school record or something. <laughs> uh, but we'll keep track of us as keep track of this as well to check in with her and see if she's there's like any kind of like friendly jabs she sends at Paige. Now the page is gone, and yeah, you know, she sends like the DJ Khaled gift saying another one, yeah, like yeah. that that type of thing. Well, and I don't understand our, our throwers coach, Joe Walla. He does. He, I mean, he's, he does an incredible job with the kids. So he walks in here Thursday to the office and says, Hey, Newt, just want to let you know, um, she's probably going to break the record, you know, tomorrow. And I'm like, how, how do you know this, Joe? I just feel it. I mean, the way she's practicing and sure enough, she breaks it. So 
I hope Joe walks in here one day and says, hey, Nude, just want you to know that uh, Aiden's going to win a state championship here tomorrow on him. I'll, I'll be pretty excited about that. Well, I mean, that's the buildup, right? You just another, state rec- another school record, another school record, another school record. Okay. And what's, let's that's go with, another, let's go with, yeah, let's go with a state record and then a state title, you know, that's that, the plan. That's, we'll see. We'll see how that goes as we go along here. And yeah. uh, again, we'll keep track on another school record, maybe falling in the next week or so. So uh, yeah. we'll keep an eye on that. And, I'll uh, let you know. Also, absolutely. Yeah. We'll be keeping an eye on that. We're also keeping an eye on the lacrosse programs. Let's start with the boys first, new head coach and Matt White comes in and, uh, Kind of a tough start early on. Of course, lacrosse is a, still a growing sport, but you you know obviously still have a lot of really good programs you take on early on in the season. But get that big win over Wyoming, eleven to three, and really kind of a complete win. You're scoring the ball a lot, and you're also playing some very very solid defense as well against an up and coming Wyoming uh, team. So I'm curious there, uh, how happy were, were were you and Coach White, particularly in the with the defense, given that 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 was a bit of a tough spot early on against Milford and uh, Oak Hills. Yeah, well, and, and you know, I, I got to tell you this, the, the athletic director here at Anderson High School did not do a good job of setting up the schedule for a brand-new head coach. Milford, I got to tell you what was unbelievable. I mean, if they're not one of the top teams in the state of Ohio, I'm just absolutely amazed. They So the first game of the year, we had a couple kids out of injury, and and they they Milford is very impressive. So – you know, we fought through that and, and got through there. Um, the kids kind of, you know, a little down, obviously. Um, had a pretty good matchup against Elder. Um, a pretty good matchup against Oak Hills. And you could see us getting a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better every day. And Coach White's done a good job of, uh, of keeping people motivated and keeping people up. And, and then we finally got our horse back. Connor Casey came back from injury. He had shoulder surgery. And he's been rehabbing and, and, you know, it was like the kids just kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for him to step on the field. And he stepped on the field and not only our uh, level of play raised, but the level of confidence that we have just raised dramatically on our team. So, um, so, you know, we got that dub Friday, Austin Croner does an an, an unbelievable job of uh, manning the goal and, you know, sometimes when, you know, when you give up 10, 11 goals, you think, oh, my gosh, that goalie, he's not he's not very good. Mm-hmm. Austin Croners is good as you find. And the reason why somebody will score 11 or 10 goals is because they have 40 or 50 shots. Yeah. So with Connor Casey coming back, that's going to decrease those amount of shots. And that's exactly what happened on Friday night. And um, so I, I really I really see some good things. When Matt Hilgenworth is back, um, so we we've got some good things coming down the road. We got Little Miami tonight, uh, so we're excited about that. Um, we'll see what happens, but very very excited for Matt White. He he, yeah. he played here. Uh, he's been assistant coach, and he's earned this opportunity. And and he's I, I'm excited where he's going to grow this program. And as you said, it's a long way to go, and not only this season, but going forward as far as where he wants to take it. So we'll be keeping an eye on that over on the uh, girls' side of things. They already have a league win against Little Miami as well. So, you know, that's a good way to start things as far as league play goes. They also have played a very difficult non-conference schedule. Could you please get the athletic director <laughs> on here so we can ask him about it? Because uh, they, they like the boys, have had a, a very, very tough non-conference schedule. But, you know, you got, you got road matchups, Milford and Lebanon coming up. 
uh, this week. So again, early test to find out kind of where we are as far as the league goes. But and we'll talk about the team as we go forward. But I want to focus on uh, one young lady in particular, and that's your goalie, Brooklyn Thatcher, uh, kind of coming in, you know, as a freshman and kind of having to learn on the job, kind of trial by fire here. But already top four in the league and saves us far. So she's doing her best to hold her own back there early on in her high school career. Uh, what have you in the early going learned about her ability and also the maturity and willingness for her as a freshman to step in in this league and take on that role as your number one goalie? Yeah, and that, you know, it's kind of interesting because we, we talk about um, softball and, and limited number of pitchers and stuff like that. Uh, lacrosse is a limited number of goalies as well. And, you know, when you, when you start out in lacrosse, I, I've never played lacrosse, but I can't, when you start out in lacrosse and, and you ask, you know, say maybe seven, eight year olds, Hey, who wants to be goalie? I cannot imagine uh, people's too many hands going up. You know, it's like being the goalie for the dart team. Right. I mean, right. what in the world? I mean, who wants to get, rock hard, you know, rubber balls shot at you is, is, is 60 miles per hour. And so there's not a lot of those people that, uh, that want to do this. Fortunately for us, we've got a couple of young ladies that, that are very tough and, and want, want to be the goalies. So uh, Aiden Layton is, is our varsity goalie. Well, she's been injured. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then what happens is Brooklyn Thatcher, who comes from a uh, lacrosse family, and Brooklyn Thatcher could play any position on the field. Um, and, it, and, and fortunately, her dad taught her how to play goalie. So she goes from being our JV goalie. Hey, congratulations, you're now the goalie at the varsity level. And then we, and then we have a, another young lady, Maddie Copras, who hasn't played goalie, who then plays goalie at the JV level. So... So, you know, it's, it's next woman in, you know, and, and so what happens to see the growth that number one, we threw Brooklyn Thatcher in a position that that's not really fair to throw a freshman in, but Mm -hmm. she did it. And, and as you mentioned, she did, she did a very good job of, of, you know, the amount of saves that she made again, gave up a ton of shots. Okay. So she's going to give up some goals, but she's also made a lot of saves to see the growth of her, not only, not only the physical growth, but the the mental growth as well. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we were down early on in the season and the bond that has, uh, I'd say our girls softball program has grown. I mean, our girls lacrosse program has grown tremendously in these last weeks, Uh, not just out on the field, but off the field as well. And a lot of that is the bonding together of these new kids, Brooklyn Thatcher, a freshman, with some of the older kids, um, you know, the defenders. They got to learn how to work together. And that was a struggle early on. Now we're starting to see good things happen. So um, we got Aiden back. So that's great. So, you know, in Brooklyn, she'll be up there. She'll be up, uh, you know, she'll get some varsity, more varsity time as well. But um, we're excited to get Aiden back. And, and, you know, Brooklyn did a great job. And she can learn uh, at a a slower rate than, hey, go get in there. Let's see what you can do. Um, So we're excited. I think we got it. Like you said, we got a couple this week, Milford and Lemonin. And and we're going to get better and better each and every day. And that cohesion can only get better as you go along. 
on you the, can't, on the you season. You cannot, you can't talk about that enough. And, and, you mm-hmm. know, chemistry, you know, it doesn't win <clears throat> games per se, but chemistry wins championships. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that, you know, you can, your talent can win you a game, but your talent doesn't win you a championship. Your chemistry has to. And so they're, they're doing a good job of, of developing and working on that. I'm very proud of those young ladies. Team, it seems like it already has a lot of chemistry and a lot of cohesion, you know, both individually and with the doubles is your tennis program. Uh, obviously, you know, coming off of a, a league championship a year ago, nice run through the uh, postseason here. They look every bit like the league champ from a year ago coming back. You've already had the sweep over Lebanon. You have wins over St. X and Elder. Those are no... Those are no small, small yeah. things there to get wins over two GCL programs. Um, so with that coming in as the defending league champs now, and with a lot of guys back from that team a year ago and uh, some key contributors there and some other kids stepping up, of course, uh, how are you seeing them approach this early stage of the year, knowing that every time an opponent sees Anderson on the schedule, they know this is a pretty good program we're going to have to deal with. This is going to be a tough one today. Oh, yeah. I mean – we we're we're able to throw some kids out there that that have uh, that can get it done. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And and I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, uh, you know, Ben Zhao, he he he's our number one. And I got to tell you, just watching, I mean, watching that level of tennis to me is unbelievably impressive. I mean, I can go out there and hang, I can hit a tennis ball, but watching these kids is, is amazing. Uh, the the how hard they hit it, the spin they hit it, the athleticism to get to the, to the balls. So um, so Ben Zhao is our is our number one. Our number two is Allie Daly. You might remember Allie Daly from playing. She's pretty good tennis. She's pretty good. Twenty five and zero two years ago. Um, unfortunately, Allie was not able to play girls tennis this past fall. Um, so due to that. She was able to play uh, boys tennis this year. So she's our number two. And so, you know, I, I'm not 100% sure what people think when they show up to our tennis courts and and they go out there and, and then they leave, you know, not very happy because she's a hammer. She is a hammer. Um, and then Tristan uh, Stanek, he is our, our number three. Though I think when early on in the season when they were, they were just inter-squadding each other, I think they were all, you know, two and one against each other. You know, I mean, it, they all, they're, they're, they can, on any given day, any three of those can beat each other. And so that's a lot of fun. And we got Tommy Hadley um, and, and Adam Stockslager, man, and our, our, our one doubles. And so we, we can throw some kids out there that can win some matches. And it's very exciting. Um, we went up to Centerville. We took a loss at Centerville. Um, and the state team, Centerville, you know, they're, they're very, Centerville's very good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, that's, I mean, Jace, you know, my philosophy and unfortunately that's why, you know, sometimes we do suffer some early defeats and, and, you know, quite honestly, some big defeats because we're going to play the best that there is and we're going to figure out where we are. And, you know, by playing really, really good teams out of the gate, you find out where your weaknesses are. So now you can work on those weaknesses early on in the season instead of waiting until halfway through the season to play a hammer. And then that exposes your weakness. And, and now you only got 
a couple of weeks before the state tournament to work on your weakness. We want to know what they are right away. And then we go to work on that to, to get better and prepare for the state tournament. Well, you're figure, figuring out maybe a weakness here or two there, but you have a lot of strengths on this program as, as oh, we yeah. talked about here. And we're, and we're going to be talking about them uh, as we go forward a lot more. And uh, maybe coming up here, get a little more, more in-depth on Allie's transition from girls yep. to playing boys tennis, because that's a, a very unique thing. She's obviously talented enough to do it, uh, but the kind of the inside thing we'll maybe talk about there uh, coming up in the next uh, few weeks or so. Uh, yep. Newt, great to have you back on here once again. Good to be talking to you once again. And uh, I'm glad you're able to stay seated in your chair throughout this thing here today, because I know I know how uh, fired up you've been ready to go here. And uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, talking with you again over the uh, coming weeks. So excited to, to see you again, Jason and, and Rob. And just again, appreciate so much what you guys do for us and uh, allow us to get the names of our kids out there. And uh, we got great kids and I can't wait to share them with with everybody this spring. Plenty more to come here in the coming weeks from Anderson Athletic Director Chris Newton here on Inside Anderson Raptors Athletics here on AndersonRaptors.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. See you.